In today's uh, portion, actually, it's Shlach, uh, it's Shlishi, tomorrow's portion, uh, we find Moshe Rabbeinu praying uh, to Hashem. Uh, after the Jewish people, they, they said, we're not going to Israel, they were uh, complaining to Moshe Rabbeinu, said, what are you doing to us? And um, Moshe Rabbeinu uh, is now praying to God. And we find a difference between now and the prayer that he was praying before when uh, the Jewish people made the golden calf. Those are the, basically the two big sins. There was my, uh, many others in the middle of testing Hashem, but uh, ten times that they tested God. But uh, this was a big one too, uh, the one with the spies in which God punished them to um, be for 40 years in the desert. But the... Um, the surprising thing is a little bit is what is Moshe Rabbeinu's argument to Hashem. So, in the previous time in Kisiso, when God says that He wants to destroy the Jewish people, Moshe Rabbeinu was begging Hashem not to destroy them. He should remember their ancestors, Abraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov, and they shouldn't destroy them. He was begging um, Hashem for forgiveness. But at this time around, um, it almost seems like um, Moshe Rabbeinu was just argument was like on a side note. It wasn't directly. He says, "What's gonna? What are the people of the? Um, what are the Egyptians gonna say about what happens? What are the? What are the other goyim gonna say? What are the? Uh, what are the land? The people that sit in the land? What are they gonna say? Ah, they say um, you can't. You can't bring them to the land of Israel. So you're going to." Um, leave them and destroy them in the desert. So uh, it doesn't talk anywhere in the over here that the Pasik mentions to forgive them for their sins, uh, ask them forgiveness. No. His complaint is only is not appropriate because the Goim will uh, sort of uh, it'll cause a khil Hashem, it'll cause desecration of God's name because people will misinterpret it the wrong way. Um, how come Moshe Rabbeinu did not actually pray for forgiveness uh, for the uh, people's forgiveness? So, just one of the short idea that the Rebbe brings down over here is that you know we learn in, in, in various different psukim. Uh, like there's a pasuk in in Eicha. It says, "Meiti that the good or the bad don't come from me. What does that mean? They don't come from Hashem. The good and the bad doesn't come from Hashem. Rashi explains there from the Gemara, Rashi brings down from the Chazal. Rashi brings down over there in the Eniyu. He says, the good and the bad, they are consequences of your actions. It's not like God punishes you because, oh, you know, he gets even with you. So if you did something wrong, he's going to get even with you as a punishment. Or even as a reward. It's not like, oh, because you did something good, now you're going to get a reward for that. The way it works is the natural consequence of a mitzvah brings rewards with it. The natural consequence of an avera brings the punishment with it. It's sort of that way of life. You know, if you, uh, the schar mitzvah mitzvah, or avera gereris avera, it's the misconduct itself which causes the... Um, we see this is, works with always mida connected mida, like we find. If you don't believe in tchiyas hamesim, then you're not going to get up with tchiyas hamesim. So, in other words, if you don't allow for that blessing to come to you, then you're just wiping it out. So, 
It's not God's going to punish you for that, but you're just not being worthy because you're challenging and you're not believing in this. And in a, in a, to a certain extent over here, in um, the Jewish people didn't think that the miracles are going to happen, as we explained yesterday. Otherwise, but the bottom line is, they didn't think that in a natural way, that Hashem can deal with it in a supernatural way, in a natural way. So God basically said, you know what? You don't have faith? There's not going to be faith. So, okay. You think I can't do it? So you'll be destroyed over here. So you're just not going to make it. If you don't believe in me, not I'm going to punish you, going to do something to you bad. But I'm just going to allow for your mistake. If this is what you want to believe, okay, believe it, then I will, then you, then you won't make it in Territory Israel because of that. But So it was basically... The lack of believing in Hashem's ability is what brings about that Hashem doesn't do it. And this also explains a lot of times, the Rebbe says, when a person has a difficult situation, he says, Trach gut, gut. And Samach Tzedek said, if you think positive, it'll be positive. So who says? I mean, we know. A lot of times people think positive and uh, things turn out. There's bad things that happen, or at least on the revealed way. How do we know for sure it's gut? But... Detracting good has the quality that it brings the good. If you think bad, that takes away from the bad. It doesn't mean that it always has to happen, but that's a natural consequence from it. So the lack of belief in Hashem being able to bring them to, that it has to be a natural way, actually they're not allowing for Hashem to sort of uh, show them the miracle that He can do in a supernatural way. Moshe Rabbeinu's argument was, yeah, you might actually, uh, the Jews might not deserve it, but you're actually going to cause it even worse. So this uh, phenomenon that we don't believe in God's miracles is going to be actually strengthened because all the people in the nation of the world will agree and they'll say, so what are you going to do? You're going to say, no, they're not going to go to Israel. I'm not going to do miracles for them. They're not going to go. So what is this going to cause? Everybody else will agree and say, God just can't do it. And that's why he's not doing it. So... This alone, that their punishment is a consequence of their act, though it's going to cause for all the nations of the world to further desecrate Hashem's name. And that was the argument of Moshe Rabbeinu. And apparently for that argument, eventually God conceded and allowed them to uh, linger in, that, in the land of, uh, in the desert. And then eventually they actually were able to miraculously enter into the land of Eretz Yisrael with the great miracles that Hashem showed them. And I think what the lesson is very much for us is that in order for us to experience God's blessings, we've got to believe in God's blessings. Part of, the, uh, part of being meriting the blessing is if we, uh, if we believe that Hashem can do it for us, then Hashem actually does it for us. And we have to tune ourselves. And the same thing goes with a bracha of a tzaddik. You know, we're talking about Gimel Thomas coming up and a promise of a tzaddik that we have to actually believe in the holiness and in the righteousness and in the ability of the tzaddik's brachas and the tzaddik's promises. So if we believe in the tzaddik's promises, really, then we can actually merit to uh, earn the blessings. Then. But if we doubt it or we're not sure and we're hesitant, so sometimes we are the cause of the delay itself so that we should... Uh, learn from this and stay strong and believe and then the Mitzvah Shem will actually also be able to celebrate in actuality the redemption and Tchiyas uh, HaMesim and uh, all the uh, promises that we were promised